We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast the jair alexander ain't going nowhere edition of the pack a day podcast i'm your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at jacob morley and I am joined today by my co-host, Ross Uglum. Find him on Twitter at Ross Uglum. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, Westendorf with us. He just bought himself a new truck. So he's out signing a million papers, doing all that stuff um, right now. Ross, you, you used to you used to slang trucks, didn't you? I did. Gateway Chevrolet, Fargo, North Dakota. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. All right. But uh, speaking of signing papers, signing contracts, let's jump right into it, man. The, the big Segway. news of the... The, of the day was Jair signing a massive deal, a deal that he is worth. Let's just get that out of the way oh, sure. immediately. Uh, my man got paid. He got the bag and he deserves every single penny. Um, I, I noticed there were some Vikings fan accounts that were already talking about, well, oh, what a bad, what a bad deal. He's coming off an injury. Why would you give a guy like that? coming off of an injury that much money well because when he's healthy he's one of the best two cornerbacks in the national football league on the planet um and ross i want to start with this just because this was also the question i think that was floating around with some packers fans and maybe even some um some national media type type people talking about the this or that with these guys on the packers um with jair signing his contract i think the natural thought which i don't think is correct um but the natural thought was well the packers chose jair alexander over Devonte adams they 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 chose the young cornerback over the aging star wide receiver um do you have any thoughts on that ross and how, how, how i just i guess i just want to get your take on that i didn't really hear what you had to say about that today um just that, like the the general take on like the idea that they chose Jair over Adams, right? Well, that okay. So I'll I'll get a start here because I have thoughts on this. I just asked a question I wanted to answer myself, but I was giving you a chance to answer it first. Like first okay. of all, first of all, they did not choose one or the other. If yeah. if the Packers won, if if Devontae Adams wanted to stay in Green Bay, he'd be here. He would be on this yeah. team. That's just a fact. He did not want to stay in Green Bay. Green Bay did him a solid. 
um, by, by essentially trading him to where he wanted to go. Um, he wasn't going to resign in Green Bay. I think Packers fans need to get that notion out of their head that he did not want to be here. So they got premium draft capital for him. Jair is – how old is Jair? 23, 24? Still a young, young player. Yeah. And, and that's – and the point I wanted to make too, and this is what we can talk about because I know you'll have thoughts on this. Let's say they did have to pick, which they didn't. Let's right. make that clear. They, didn't, they did not pick. But let's say they had to pick. If they had to pick, they picked the right player. You take you take the young shutdown corner over the Hall of Fame level wide receiver every day of the week, especially yeah. at their age, where they're at in their career, what they can do for this team, uh, just the the general ability to find a wide receiver compared to a, a cornerback that can play like Jair can play is impossibly hard to find the corner, and they have it. You don't let that guy get away. You just don't let him get away. It doesn't happen. The thought of him getting traded that was beginning floated around was asinine to me. He was not going to get traded. He he had to have been priority number one for this team this offseason to make sure he was not going to go anywhere. So, Ross, what are your thoughts on that, pegging the two against each other? What would you pick? I mean, I would have picked Jair as well. Um, I, I think – if we've seen anything, it's that, you know, teams with truly elite cornerbacks are pretty darn good uh, in January and February. Um, you know, you think about the <laughs> the Jalen Ramseys of the world champion L.A. Rams. I mean, the Rams having Jalen Ramsey and the Bengals having problems at corner was literally basically the difference in that game. Um, then we start talking about, you know, the the, the – unbelievable group that Tampa had the year before, as far as, you know, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean, um, they were unbelievable. Uh, and, and, and you think of even like in Packers history, just how good Charles Woodson, Tremont Williams and Sam Shields were in 2010. I mean, truly electric. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I think, unfortunately, I don't know if it's been proven that the Devontae Adams thing didn't work, but it didn't work. You know, they, they didn't win a championship with Rodgers and Devontae, and it's not Devontae's fault. They're not even a better team without him, but they, they needed to do something, you know, and and that's something that we've obviously talked about is is the fact that you can't pay everyone. No, they didn't choose to not pay Devontae, but they got younger and arguably more physically talented at the wide receiver position. Um you know, Devontae Adam, it's 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 a, it's basically impossible to expect either Watson or Dubs to be as good as as Devontae. I mean, you, I think Devontae might end up in Canton. You know, it's just an unrealistic mm-hmm. set of expectations to set. But the young corner, as opposed to the wide receiver staring at thirty, especially when he wants to go to Vegas and play with his best friend, is is not much of a conversation. It just kind of is what it is. And, and yeah, right. And so, like, best case best case scenario for this team would be. And by the way, Devontae. and I, I don't mean to, to to interrupt, but they ended up in a great position. I tweeted it out. Like, mm-hmm. this is the best defensive personnel they've had since 2010. Period. Like, adding Enigbare and Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker to that group is elite from mm-hmm. a personnel standpoint. It's electric. And yeah, the offense is probably going to get worse, but. They also added a lot of flexibility that they – I mean, they're already strapped. They would have been strapped, strapped with Devontae's money on the books. And 
ultimately, you know, they were able to add a ton of talent and and I think two really, really big time offensive linemen in Sean Ryan and Zach Tom, as well as um, you know, two wide receivers that I think can be in a Super Bowl winning team's top three in Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs. And that's exactly the point that I was just gonna make is in a perfect world, would you want Devontae and Jair and Devondre and these draft picks and Rasul? Like, hell yeah, of course you would. But I don't know if they get that done without Devontae leaving. I don't know if all those guys are able to sign and be on this team. Never say never. I trust Russ Ball, and I, I think if they really, really wanted to make it happen, could could have they? Maybe. But it, it is clear that they had a plan with Devontae's you know, leaving. And I think they knew from the time that he did leave what their plan was and what they wanted it to be as far as, okay, if we are Devontae Adams-less for this team, we want to fortify this defense. We want to bring our two top unrestricted guys back in Rasul Douglas and Devondre Campbell. We'll start from there. We'll get we'll get Jaw re-signed and and we're just going to roll out MFers on defense and we're going to tr- we're going to trust that Aaron Rodgers is going to figure it out on offense and that he's going to at least make this offense above average to good. Maybe they're not elite. Maybe they're not the elite offenses that we've seen under Aaron Rodgers. But if this defense can play to their potential um, and the, the only thing stopping them, the only thing stopping them, Ross, is, well, two things, injuries always. And what's Joe Barry going to bring in year two? Yeah. You know, it's, the it's, guy that a guy that a lot of you, us have questions about. Yeah, there's no excuses. On you? No excuses. You've got the you've got the horses in the stable and maybe, you know, and, and maybe it is the, the gyms and the Joes that just get it done. You know, I, I think anyone that's coached knows that. And man, hell, I've coached enough of, of all sports to know I'm a much I'm I'm such a good coach when I have good players. When my players are really good, I'm such a good coach. Like people t- people tell me how good I am. Yeah. Like, oh, I bet you are so do. good. <laughs> and when my players aren't as good, then that's on me. And that's and like I get it. That's just coaching one hundred and one. You know, that's how it how it goes. But. Man, there are, it, it is nice having having dogs. Just having dogs that go out and you say go get ball and they go get ball, and that's nice. And so we will see. It, you know, I, I tweeted out today the this defense now, and we can get into this too because I, I think it was Ryan Wood that tweeted a little nugget talking about how now that the contract stuff is out of the way, and historically outside corners get paid more than slot guys. Now that that's out of the way, there is really nothing nothing hindering. Jair from being like, bro, put me in the put me in the slot, make me the star, and let me just go make plays for you. And I think that's where we're heading with this nickel nickel package defense. I think it's going to be so fascinating now to see how they use those three corners that they have um, with you know Quay Walker and people are writing really good pieces about what Quay is going to be for this defense right now. And uh, you look at this team across the board, one through eleven, it and it it's. You know, in the past, it was, okay, where's Chris Barnes? That's where I'm going. Okay, where's Henry Black? That's where I'm going. You know, depending on what week it was, where's Kevin King? That's where I'm going. And you look at this team, 1 through 11, in their nickel package, and I don't know where, I don't know where as an offense, you look at this defense and say, well, we're just going to pick on that guy. We're just going to go there because we know our guy's going to be open. I think a lot of it's good. Yeah. It's going to be Quay. It's going to be Quay, be Quay until Walker he proves. And Rasul Douglas, I can promise you that. 
And the yeah. Rasul thing might not work out super well for you. No, it might not. And, and Quay's going to have to prove that he can do it. And yeah. and that's I mean, if I'm an offensive coordinator, that's what I'm saying. Hey, we're going to find seven. We're going to make. We're going to see if you can if you can do it. If you can hold this water here in the at the NFL level, because if you can't, we're going there all day long. And, and if you can, it's a problem. Have, and if you can, it's a, it's a huge problem. Big problem. Very big problem. And yeah. one thing that's interesting about that too is. Devondre Campbell's ability to do so much for this defense could mitigate some of the issues that Quay might have as a young guy uh, because Devondre can just do so much that maybe put not as much on Quay's plate. Maybe say, hey, Quay, we're just going to send you up the A-gap and you just go you just go, you go, find the ball and hit it. Uh, you know, So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. And now that Jair is in the picture for the next, what was it, four, four-year deal he signed today? Yeah, whatever it was. But um, the the cap savings, too, that they get this year um, is interesting to look at. I believe his cap hit is is down from like, what, 12 to seven. Um, so you look at that and Ross, what is I guess what does that say to you when you look at the, the cap savings they have this year? Does that say, hey, they're in, they're going to be in the market for a, a Julio Jones or maybe a, a Jaqueski Tart or some? some, you know, base level to good level free agent, or is that more of like, a, Hey, we need, we need some, we need some flexibility under the cap for our in season funds. Yeah. I mean, the, the funds thing is tough. I mean, cause you do. And, and that's, you know, I've had this argument. It, I can't remember, you know, you never know which idiot Vikings fan you're arguing with, but, like that was that was a, a a conversation I've had with like amateur capologist Vikings fans where they're like, oh no, it's this and this and this. I said, okay, but what's what's the effective cap number? And that's really something um, that he uh, or that I've learned from from Ken Ingles is you know what what the practice squad costs are, what the in season piggy bank because hey man no in season piggy, piggy bank no Whitney Merciless like that mm-hmm. it's it's a real thing and and you have to understand that part of the cap even if you're not going to have cap rollover like Ted Thompson used to have uh, it's it's a real thing and so you know I think maybe that could be a part of it and I, I think you know w- there could be an Elton Jenkins extension there could be a Dean Lowry release I, I don't I don't know how likely that is in fact I, I find it rather unlikely but uh, it could happen. You know, it could happen. And, and ultimately, um, I think that uh, it, it, it really is a great question. I'd love to see um, a, a veteran uh, pass rusher to pair with Enigbare in that second unit. I would love to see like a, like a Desmond King type or like a uh, somebody who could maybe play a little nickel, kind of a, a Micah Hyde type or a Darnell Savage type, somebody who could play a little slot, somebody who could play a little over overhang safety, maybe play a little free safety, just somebody kind of back up all five positions, you know, because really with Jair, you have backups at both outside corner positions, somebody to provide a little depth. And and, and maybe those signs are coming. And, you know, the other part that that isn't lost on me is, is just how um, – you know, and and Jarvis Landry is the one that I thought made the least amount of sense. So it's it's fine that he's gone, but just how much those veteran wide receivers, specifically the the two potential gold jacket ones in in Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones, uh, people keep 
the Packers' name in their mouths with those guys. And so it'll be interesting. I think there would still have to be some movement if they they went that big. But um, anything to free up, anything to free up space, man. And 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 you know, the other thing, and and Peter Bukowski talked about this a little bit, and and I've certainly discussed it in the past. Um, the 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 cap rise is real and it's coming. The new TV mm-hmm. deals are going to hit. The pandemic, um, is, at least its financial effect on football is is largely over or will you know work its way towards being over, and um, that salary cap is going to sp- spike. So while you know you, you've certainly talked a number of times about um, uh, the the kicking the can down the street and how man Russ Ball and Ted Thompson used to front load deals to provide a ton of flexibility down the road. That's uh, just not where we're at. <laughs> it's just, well, just not, not where we're at. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Look around the league, too. I think Packers fans can get so wrapped up in just hyper-focusing on what the Packers are doing. Look around the league at how people are structuring these new deals. And everybody is operating under the premise that, hey, in 2023, this cap is going to explode. And we are going to and, – and, and so don't even talk – I'm not really – I'm not interested in projecting the cap out more than honestly like half of a season because that, it's so volatile. But you look at – I've seen some people kind of talk and, be, and, and with, I've seen concerns about the 2023 cap. There's like five or six guys with over $20 million hit. I don't care. I don't care because like that that is when that cap can go up. That is when those deals might look cheap. I mean, we just never know with this stuff. In two to three years, these deals that they're signing are bargains, and it's just the, the, the nature of the beast. And so with cap stuff, I think it's important to keep that in mind when you're kind of looking at this thing. It's hard to project it more than – six to 12 months. It really is. Um, and the interesting thing about Dean Lowry too, is because uh, I think they, they, they have their choice to make. I And this is how I see this. They have their in season stuff. Now I think sufficiently placed. And then there's Dean Lowry who I wouldn't do anything with him. I, I would, he, he was their second best interior defensive lineman last year to, you know, pass rusher. He got after yeah. it. 
had a great season. Yeah. You know, he's due about $8 million. I think you have to make the choice and the decision. Let's just say Julio Jones, for example. Would you rather have Julio Jones on this team or would you rather have Dean Lowry on this team? Julio Jones. Because Oh, I wouldn't. I take, I, I take not Dean. not close for me. I take Dean. Well, that, that might be how they're viewing yeah. it. And if Julio's healthy and can give you 16 games or can be healthy come playoff time, Sure. Like I can yeah. see where you could potentially be that. But also then you're going to be give Julio, really- <laughs> I'd give Julio 30 snaps a game or 25 snaps a game. I think because Dean's a defensive lineman, he rotating anyway. I mean, I just I think you can definitely get away with moving Heflin into the Dean Lowry spot because my thing is like I I think you can pretty much get away with a rotating four of Wyatt, Clark, Slayton, Jerron Reed. I think you can get away with that um, and and go kind of, you know, their fifth and sixth linemen have often been undrafted guys. And if that is the difference in, in having Julio Jones or not, I, I'm having Julio Jones. That, just my opinion. Yeah, and I think if if they did do that, you would be then saying, well, we're just going to – we're going to bank on Wyatt being a stud right out of the gate and we're going to bank on Jerron Reed being a stud. And if they're if they're right – then yeah. yeah, go get Julio. Yeah. And but awesome. what if you but, but what if you get, you know, 20, 2020 Lowry? What if you get that player? That's a replacement level defensive lineman. You know what I mean? What if you get what if you get twenty twenty one Julio Jones? Yeah. That's a that's a that's a roster spot, not doing anything. You know, like and so like that's the decisions that these guys have to make, and I don't envy them. Um, because a lot of times these are the decisions that come down to w- winning the big one or not. You know, these players that were that are you know seemingly not big name guys. You don't know who's going to come in and play a major major role for a team um, when you need them most. You know, this is the time the last couple of years where the Packers have signed their starting offensive tackle for a massive playoff game, which has been around this time of year, which sucks. But that's kind of the nature of the beast and how it's been for the Packers. Um, but you know, the, the the great thing is, is Jair Alexander is going to be a Packer for the foreseeable future. Um, and that is worth celebrating, you know, all the cap stuff. And Wes, Jacob, who's not here with us today, would be rolling his eyes because, you know, and he's right about this. When you're when your team signs an all pro level player, the only really the only reaction you should have is just enjoy it. Be happy. Be happy that that Goody is drafting so many of these guys that they have to actually think about this. Like, wow, do we have enough? Do we have enough money to sign all these good players that we're developing? That's a good problem to have. Um, and the Packers are going to continue to have that problem as long as you know Goody can, continues to draft the way that he has. Um, but guys, that's all we got for today. Get you out of here in twenty minutes. Uh, the Jair news is the big news of the day, of the day. Um, hopefully, you know we get more details on that as the numbers come in. Um, but he is a Packer. He's going to be a Packer. He ain't going nowhere. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. And as always, go Pack Go.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.